0: Hi, I'm Kara Kilmer. I play Sylvia Britt on Chicago Fire, and you are listening to Mina us You're standing next to me by your family. And to me, there's nothing more important. Not going to be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's going to be a hell of a ride. Hey,
1: ShyHards. Welcome to... A, I guess it's a special episode of Me to St. Molly's. I don't really want to say emergency episode because that sounds so, like, urgent, you know? It's like, oh, emergency, but it's it's kind of an impromptu episode, if you will. Um, as always, I'm Gina, joined by Bryna. Hello. Bryna's a little dead. She just got back from traveling, but...
0: Just a little bit.
1: Just a little bit.
0: Just a little <laughs> bit. So
1: we wanted to basically do kind of an impromptu episode so we could talk about... Some big news that has dropped within the past couple of days. Yeah, we, uh, I think on, it was late last week, because you guys are going to be listening to this on Monday. Late last week, like Thursday, Friday, we got an Us Weekly article about the crossover coming up for the new seasons. And we also got a, like a seven-minute sneak peek of Chicago Fire. Like, hold, what?
0: Yeah, it, I like it, we were just talking about before this, I didn't know it was coming at all. I first saw it on the Shy Hearts Facebook page and someone had posted the link to something like a clip that someone had posted on Instagram. So I went and tried to find that clip and then I was like, oh my God, where did this come from? And then I like took the Twitter and figured it all out. But I was like, holy shit. It's crazy. Yeah. It's August. Yeah. And we got that much footage. It's crazy. I believe the word you're
1: looking for is hashtag blessed. Blessed.
0: Yeah, that too. We were very hashtag blessed. (laughs) Saturday morning was a great morning.
1: (laughs) It was. It was. Yeah. Uh, And so, yeah. So we figured we didn't really want to wait until the end of the week before we discussed this because you know we kind of wanted to discuss it now. So we are gonna just kind of briefly talk. We're gonna talk about the Us Weekly article and then we're going to dish on this sneak peek and that's about it. So (laughs) we're gonna start off with this Us Weekly article. So. In case you missed it, it dropped late last week. We did find out, I think I think it was a couple of weeks ago that we found out that the second episode of all three shows, so 702, 602, 402, it's going to be one big, giant crossover. We got more details on this crossover, and this was on Friday the 24th. So Emily Longaretta, she dropped this article on Us Weekly. And the headline, as if this isn't like, I don't want to call it clickbait because it's actually not clickbait. It's it delivers Um, the headline is as I scroll and the headline gets like stuck. There we go. Okay, whatever. But the, the main gist of the headline is and it says in brackets, spoiler gets caught in a major fire. So that's part of the crossover. So there's one there's one character who is heavily tied into a couple of other characters. And then there's a firefighter who are going to be injured in this crossover. Yeah. I, okay. So the the
0: character who's tied into the other characters. I well, should we say it or should we not? I think. I think. I mean, going into this whole episode, if you're listening to this and you don't want to be spoiled, just turn this episode off.
1: Yeah, this is not an episode you want to be listening. We're to. Okay, yeah, so. we're just
0: going to spoil everything that we've that we've seen and read. So yeah, go ahead and say it.
1: Okay, so the family member is Papa Halstead. What?
0: (laughs) I know. I know. I feel like I had seen some rumblings about it on the internet just from, like, when people were filming. Like, I think they had seen him around. And then there was some kind of behind-the-scenes picture where people were, were, like, speculating based on, like, hands or something that that's probably who it was. I don't remember which picture it was. But they were speculating that that's, like, what he was going to be involved somehow. But obviously... Mm -hmm. This shit is cray. Something about a hand? I don't know. It was, people were speculating based on, like, not actually a picture of Jesse and I don't know the actor who played Papa said, but, like, I don't know. People were speculating on the internet, basically, that he was around while they were filming this. And then, but obviously it was never confirmed, and now it's confirmed.
1: Oh, man. So, yeah, there's a line in the article that says, you know, Um, Some of the patients that come into med really hit home for everyone involved, especially Jay and Will Halstead. And then basically one of the quotes from the med showrunners, it says their father's trapped in that building during med. We learn a lot about their relationship and past. Oh, okay. Because the next part of this breaches into fire. So I just, I don't even, okay. So the, the next part of this quote just says, another firefighter also comes in with the patients at med. And one of the firefighters is, and I quote, in very serious condition. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, I have feelings about the Papa Halstead thing, but I also want to speculate on the firefighter injured. So where do we begin?
0: I say, let's keep with the Papa Halstead stuff.
1: Okay. So... In the sneak peek that we are going to talk about towards the end of the episode, there is like a nanosecond of a clip of Jay and Will. It's literally a fraction of a second. Somebody somehow got a still of this. I don't know how. Props to you. You the real MVP. (laughs) But Jay and Will are just kind of standing there and like Will is not in scrubs and they both look kind of sad and my speculate or not speculation, but my theory here, or my what if, I guess, is to say, what, are they really going to kill
0: Papa Halstead in the second episode of this season? I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. I, it seems so far-fetching out there. Like, even though Papa Halstead is not a main character, but to have him tied to two main characters, like, that, it's crazy. Especially... Especially for it to be the second episode, like I still can't wrap my mind around the fact that like we're gonna get ep- we're gonna get premiere episodes for all of these shows, and then we're gonna get this huge three hour, never before seen on television kind of event. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: It's literally like they're like taking us to the edge of a cliff and then just dumping us off the cliff for the second episode. It's like here, dive into all of your feels. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's gonna be brutal.
0: I'm just and I'm so curious about I don't know, I have so many thoughts about everything. Like why like what cuz from the sneak peek again, we're going to everything's just going to bleed together. From, from the sneak peek, they're talking about it being like a very famous building in Chicago that they're like setting on fire. Yes. I don't know. What do you know what building that is? I do not. I don't either. If anyone out there knows, let us know. Otherwise, we can figure it out. But like a, why is Papa Halstead in that building? Like, is it office buildings? Because I didn't think he worked or probably not in an office-type setting like that. I don't think.
1: I, I I, I mean, they didn't tell us in the one episode we've met him in. Now, again, back way before when Nick was first first cast as Will, and Will was not Will. Will was Ryan. They had mentioned that medicine was like the family profession and Papa Halstead was a doctor. But... I think they scrapped that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, why is he in that building? Where has that relationship gone since the last time we saw him? Um, obviously, we had what we had learned about that relationship, at least on Jay's side, on PD, was not kind of the same thing that we had learned on MED. And since this seems to be like it's going to be focused in the MED episode, at least ma- for the majority of it, like... Do we stick with like what we learned on Med or do we stick with like what happened On PD I I just have so many questions
1: Oh no so many questions And I mean I was thinking about This yesterday now I mean again We you know we 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 pay Really close attention to the shows okay So in my mind I'm like thinking this through and I'm like Okay well Papa Halstead's gonna Be in this fire I'm like what Can he survive can he not survive I don't see a scenario where he survives This though if you think about it and this is so Nerdy but He had heart surgery in the last one, right? So, like, I doubt that his heart can, like,
0: withstand a fire like that. Right. Well, and I feel like at some point, like, if you're also just going about, like, television writing and kind of just from, like, storylines and how typically things play out. If we have a firefighter who is also in very serious condition and then you pop a Halstead, I'm assuming they're would lean towards saving the life of the firefighter in terms of, like, killing someone off rather than Papa Halstead, who we've only seen once. Yes. Like, I don't imagine them killing off a firefighter, especially if it's assuming it is assuming it is a main character and someone we are actually attached to and not just some random firefighter, and this isn't just a tease, that I don't see them killing them off in this big second episode crossover thing. I'd see them more likely to kill off Papa Halstead. Which
1: makes me really sad because there's still a lot more I want to know from Papa Halstead.
0: Right. And we always, I mean, supposedly we're going to get to learn a lot about that. But we always joke that we wanted the PD version. Like we got the med slightly happier version and like where they kind of are now. But we always wanted kind of the more dark and grittier version. But yeah, I hope they don't. Because like you said, there's just so much more we don't know. And I doubt it will all be addressed in this episode. Hopefully not a lot of it will be But not all of it
1: Right and it's it's gonna be more from Will's POV I don't think they're gonna Focus on the Jay side Of the, the whole relationship in a med episode
0: Right right, Exactly which is why I think We always said like we got the med version Where it was, Jay was there but we obviously Was way more focused on Will We wanted the PD version of that
1: And now it sounds like we're not gonna get it Yeah Which is
0: sad Yeah it's very sad
1: But I also have the question of why kill him? Especially this early on in the season. I mean, if you look at it, we'll get to Will in a second. If you look at it from Jay's perspective, Jay just lost Alinsky. So he's, you know, and he came off of season five, which was a really rough season for him. Yeah. So are we just going to go Meredith Grey on this and just make Jay suffer all the time? Like, what are we going to do?
0: Jay loses everyone he loves, kind of like Meredith Grey um that's a that's a sad comparison I don't know I don't know what their reasoning is and I don't know again I don't know we've I mean we talked about this when we kind of broke the crossover news on our at least when we discussed it on our podcast is this gonna be an isolated thing like just for those three episodes it's an isolated story or is it gonna continue to play into whatever happened in all three premieres like are the three premieres going to bleed into this story or is it just going to be like you can watch these three episodes as like bottle episodes and then like skip around it if you never want to watch them again I don't know cuz I think that makes it, I think that makes a difference too if it if they are very isolated just as like a 3 hour movie then I doubt that matters that Jay you know with Just LaSalleinsky and I I doubt that matters in the, in terms of telling this story I mean, it does, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's isolated, then what does it matter that Jay's coming off of this and whatever? Like, if that's how I'm trying to see.
1: Well, I would really hope that they're not going to kill off his father and then act like nothing ever happened.
0: I would hope not.
1: Yeah, it's not like a Berzik hookup where they end an episode and Kiss and then we never talk about it ever again.
0: Right. I would hope not. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't oh, know, but man. I guess
0: my thing is too is I feel like, especially with the three part m- movies, like I feel like something tragic has always had to happen. Like, some yeah, like Lexi right. died in one of them, and then what happened in the other one?
1: Lexi died, was it last year or two seasons ago? It
0: was two seasons ago, because that's kind of what spun into Justice. That's when they were like bringing in Justice for the first time. Correct. Yeah. I don't know. There's been, oh, and then, um, not always as tragic as like death but wasn't the other one the other one big one I'm thinking about was the cancer patients wasn't that a three-part crossover that was a three-parter yes but nothing obviously to this scale like this is the biggest they've ever done it it is so from what we hear from what we hear and I mean the video kind of I feel like proves that it's gonna be like a whole different level that and than anyone's ever seen So
1: crazy. Okay, so let's also address this from Will's perspective. So we take away Papa Halstead. I would like to think that this is going to make Will and Jay closer. I would like to think. I I would like to think that as well. But I think this is also going to depend on what happens with the Manstead proposal.
0: Because
1: if Nat says no, I think Will is going to be in a place to go to Jay for sure. If Nat says yes, I mean, Will's going to have nay or nay. Matt and Jay. (laughs) That just happened. (laughs) And I'm just drinking water today. I I don't even know. Yeah, I I would like to think it's going to make them closer. But also, Will will have had that closure with Papa Halstead, depending on what happens in this episode. Because the first time we met Pat Halstead, he got that, Will got that closure where he was like, you know, I am proud of you. Yeah. And so Will will have something that Jay never really
0: got. At least as far as we know, Jay never got it.
1: Yeah, unless we get it in that episode, which, cue all the tears, if so. Oh my god, yeah.
0: I don't know, yeah. But I also feel like Will could, if the proposal doesn't go his way, I feel like Will, It. Would, I wouldn't put it past Will to be that person to like shy away from Jay not necessarily turn him like I wouldn't put it past him if he was like I just got dumped again by Nat and then this stuff is happening with my father like I don't see him being the person that like opens up to Jay if the proposal doesn't go his way then and his father dies like I just feel like Will is I feel like Will could be one of those people that just turns in and doesn't talk to anybody If things aren't going his way.
1: And that's funny that you get that from Will and not Jay. I get that from Jay and not Will.
0: I feel like I get it with Jay, like, more on an all-the-time basis. I only feel like I'd see it with Will if, like, you know, there's a list of five things and all five things didn't go his way. Hmm. Like a domino effect. Whereas Jay, I feel like that's a more all-the-time thing. Like, his first instinct is to be closed off. Whereas Will's first instinct isn't to be closed off, but if – this happened that which led to this not happening which led to this not happening which led to this not happening then like i see him being closed off so if natalie doesn't propose if natalie doesn't say yes and his father dies or is obviously at least very injured then i could see him being a little bit more closed off
1: in that instance the only person i see being able to you know go to him and be like cut the shit talk to me is maggie
0: yeah i yeah honestly yeah i could see that 100%
1: I'm really sad that that's probably the direction we're going in because I don't know it's big to kill off their last surviving parent especially in the second episode
0: yeah I think especially just the fact that it every this is happening in the second episode is just like oh shit like they're really going big with this like because it'd be one thing if this was tone right like it'd be one thing if this was episode like 13 okay fine like, I mean, sure, it would still be great in this huge event, but, like, episode two? Like, come on now. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's the bit about the Halstead brothers. And, the, I mean, the other thing, too, is what hmm, – because do, does Jay turn inward again? You know, I mean, he went through this last year, and Voight was like, you can't do that. You're going to therapy.
0: Right, So yeah.
1: how does Jay cope?
0: I don't know. I think, I think how Jay copes depends a lot about – the direction they take this like if they focus it on a little bit more Will's POV because it is med I feel like not that Jay copes like not not that Jay goes completely downward spiral but I feel like it's a little less just because if it's focused more on Will's POV then they're gonna focus on more on how Will reacts but I feel like if it's pretty even, despite the fact that it's a meta episode, then I think Jake could definitely start to spiral a little bit more.
1: Not again. You know. Should we at least consider an alternative universe where Papa Halstead survives?
0: Uh, Papa Halstead survives and...
1: Maybe it helps mend the relationships.
0: Yes. Yes, I it's not it's not out of the picture. Hmm.
1: (laughs) I know I like how we're just taking this moment to speculate in our heads. I I I don't even know. I don't know. I know. And I'm curious because we're going to get more on their background in this episode, but we're going to get more on their background while this crazy crossover is happening in the background.
0: Yeah, and I'm really curious because later on. So, this is, I guess, there's a sentence, like, right after this quote that says, The mystery of who started the fire and why will lead into PD, which is the last hour. So, is this going to be one of those crossovers where it's, like, the fire happens, then the med stuff, which is Jay and Will, and also the firefighter comes in during med, but then, like, PD is, like, solving... Like, I just... Is it going to be more of, like, separate and they kind of all blend... Kind of like the... Formula that used to be, it was like the fire would happen, then the medical happened. Like I just, I don't know, or is it more of like a blended crossover, like the PD fire one last year? It sounds
1: like it's gonna be the formulaic you know, the typical- one. Yeah it sounds like it's going to be the formulaic one Not that I'm complaining But I'm glad you brought up that I forgot that fire is the lead in It's not med Fire is going to kick things off So I wonder then if we will get a little bit more Of the Halstead backstory Because med is the middle episode and not the first Because the first episode is usually moving really quickly To set up everything that the characters work off of
0: Right well and if at that point They've already gotten the fire established And you know whatever And then the patients start Coming in during the middle. I don't know. I could see it. I could. I mean, I could see them actually having a chance to delve into it, especially if they do it in the very like way, which is what it seems like they're going towards. But I yeah. could, I mean, I don't know. There's so much. I don't I don't even know where to start. I, I still don't really know where to start.
1: No, I mean, me neither. Me neither. I just. Yeah, I mean, so the Papa Halstead stuff, that's one thing. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. The other question
0: from this article is, who's the firefighter? I feel like it can't be Otis, right?
1: Poor <laughs> Otis. I hope not.
0: <laughs> I feel like it can't be Mouch because Mouch was the last firefighter we almost killed off.
1: <laughs> When's the last time we stabbed Herman? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about
0: that. I, uh, Herman. I don't. Cruz. I mean, Stella. I don't know.
1: Yeah it's wide open
0: i mean the only person i'd say you could safely say from fire is safe is brett because brett is not technically a firefighter true story and boat i would assume it wouldn't be well maybe it is boat and if it's this big of a fire i feel like only for the big fires does boat actually go in so maybe it could be boat i don't know but i feel like the only person you can actually say would probably be safe is brett because she's technically not a firefighter what if it's casey dear god they wouldn't do that to people would they
1: Because there, there's a clip in the very, uh, there's a clip in the video sneak peek that we'll get to, and that is one instance that we'll get there. What if that's the premiere, and it's just
0: increasing, it's just him, like, going for every crazy thing, now that he has no one to worry about him? Well, he does, but, uh, you're not, when was the last time Casey was seriously injured? What was that, what, two, season two? Where he was, like, seriously injured? It's not three. I keep is thinking. it? thinking when's the last time we injured Daisy? <laughs> I mean, it applies to everything, right? It really does. When yeah. was the last time we did a blank 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 like? Oh man. I mean, I it... I, I, I I agree with that theory though because if that that's definitely a clip from season or episode one, right? That's not from the crossover. I believe so. That would make sense that. He's like, well, shit. Dawson's not here. I mean, I, you know, I have nothing to go home to anymore. Like, I'm just gonna do all this crazy shit to save lives. Like, fuck off, poor man. Casey.
1: Oh, poor Casey. That—that's the firefighter bit is kind of frustrating too because we have nothing to go off of who it is. We can just throw theories. I, uh, please don't be Severide. Can we just leave Kelly Severide alone?
0: Okay. Well, I'm, like I said. I don't think it can't. I don't think they're gonna do Otis or Mouch just because of last year that we already did that last year
1: it could be herman i mean how much of a reprieve does being stabbed like three seasons ago get you <laughs>
0: right yeah we haven't done anything horrible horrible to Cruz in a while it's true I-,
1: I i would like for it to not be him i love Cruz, but
0: it's been a while since stella's life was at risk when with her crazy ex-husband
1: She technically got shot when Otis got shot. It's just her radio intercepted it.
0: That's true. That's true. That's true. Wouldn't be Cap or Tony, would it? I would hope not. I don't think so. But I mean, I'm just throwing out theories now. I'm literally just going through everyone that I can think of on squad and truck. Because that's
1: all we can do. We have no context or anything. So we can just go down the roster and be like, "Hmm, maybe, I don't know. Right. It's not going to be the new girl because we
0: don't know her technically not a firefighter either that we know of i mean maybe
1: medics can still get injured but
0: right well i mean i just think especially because they use the word firefighter like that's why i've crossed Mm. off brett and her off the list good point it's not they just said someone on fire they said firefighter
1: Mm, this is a frustrating game to play because you know all the video clips they showed us from that sneak peek all of them were from episode one right so we have nothing we can go on
0: Yeah, I'm just going to be waiting for different articles to come out throughout the next couple weeks so that I can play the game that I played back in March and piece it together. You
1: actually got it that time, though. Granted, you had, like, a big advantage in that, you know, you had the meet and greet to go off of. But, yeah. Yeah, oh, I figured that out.
0: But, yes. So the
1: rest of this article is basically just, you know, Derek and the showrunners and – Everybody's saying how excited they are to have all three shows on one night, which, yes, exciting. Very much so. The other bit that we need to talk about, the big thing that we need to talk about, is this fire sneak peek. So late last week, again, you guys will be listening to this on Monday. Late last week, this dropped. And there was there were rumblings on the Internet that there would be a sneak peek dropping, I want to say at like 1.45 in the morning on like Saturday. And... I saw it, I remember, and I think I just forgot to set a reminder for it, because I definitely slept right through it, forgot, and then woke up and was like, what are all of these clips? What are all of these gifts? What are we freaking out about? What is happening?
0: I had no idea. Like, none. Yeah. No, like I said, I found it about it in the Shy Hearts page, and I literally texted Gina. What did I text you? But I texted you immediately as soon as I saw it, and it was like... 9 a.m eastern on saturday so of course that's like 8 a.m genus time and i was like fuck this i don't care i'm texting her need to talk about it uh what did i tell you i was like oh i just literally sent you all the things all of it i was just crazy and i was like i just saw this this is white better quality here and we get an actual clip i was just so excited
1: I what I bet this was, was like, I know towards the fall when the new seasons start, sometimes networks will show these kind of like sneak peeks or something. They'll show like a half hour show of like, here's the fall preview. And I bet it was something like that because they did the They did the whole bit on fire. And then you had Kara and Kara was like, you know, stay tuned for this sneak peek after a preview of the new fall show coming out manifest or whatever. So we got scenes from season seven, which is crazy. But we okay so. I want to say it starts off with Bowdoin and we meet the new higher up, Jerry. Is that what it starts with? I want to say so. I could be wrong. But basically, I mean, and they have little interviews with everybody throughout it. And so Christian and Joe are sitting there and they're like, you know, there was a big political shakeup last year and we're kind of building off of that. And so we meet the new guy, Jerry, who's kind of
0: watching 51 from afar. Yeah, I'm pulling up the clip right now, too, so I can like reference this.
1: It kind of seems like he's he's like the fire version of Woods minus the whole trying to hang the chief up for murder.
0: Well, I think he's trying to move up the ladder. Whereas, like, Woods is already yeah. established. I think this guy, from what we've read and from this clip, it seems like he's trying to move up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's the first. So, like, kind of starts with them talking about, like, how exciting it is, the fact that they're all going to be on the same night. Blah, blah, blah. That's, like, the first minute or so and then it goes into the clip they're talking about where they left off on fire and we do get the clip of jerry and whatever what does jerry say jerry says something about keeping a close eye on 51 not necessarily 51 they're saying some of the busier houses and so boat and then bowden's like oh you mean like my house or whatever and then it goes into dawson okay
1: yeah so (laughs) The Dawson bit oh man okay so they cut to a clip of it's like Taylor and Miranda and Taylor's like yeah Dawson left at the end of season six and that's kind of where we find Casey and you know it's kind of a sad bit and then they cut to Jesse and Je- Jesse's all smiles and he's like yeah she went to Puerto Rico to work for FEMA I'm like Jesse I need you to be Casey right <laughs> now I need you to be sad <laughs> yeah and so they cut to a clip and oh so Casey's sitting in his office and Severide's sitting behind him. And Casey or Casey's just like stone-faced. And Severide's just like, when's the last time you talked to her? And Casey's like, talked or texted? And Severide's like, no, both.
0: Which clearly okay, means so- neither. He's either just really text. He's not actually probably talked to her. He's either texted with her sparringly or not even texted her at all.
1: I... I want to say that I'm willing to bet she's not even talking to him but I'm I'm not willing to bet that like who is this version of Gabriella Dawson that left Matt behind
0: Uh, yeah the gap I mean but that's
1: where we're at Uh, yeah and I think that's what I'm having problems with like wrapping my head around because Last week, I watched, I rewatched like an old episode. Just, I had like an hour to spare, and I was like, let me just take some like time to myself and rewatch an episode. I watched 507, which is the episode where Gabby's parents announced that they're getting divorced. And I immediately texted Bryna afterwards in a big mood and made a big rant. But <laughs> I feel like I made some good points. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, I don't even know where to start. It's not, A lot of people say that Gabby is selfish. I see it a lot on the Internet. I see it a lot on Twitter where a lot of people say that, you know, Gabby Dawson is a very selfish character. I never saw that in five or six seasons. I feel like I never saw that part of her until the end of season six.
0: I think I had moments where I saw it. I can't think of I'm trying to think. I'd say maybe not not in the beginning. I'd say the first three seasons, she wasn't. I feel like after she lost the baby, there are definitely moments. Like, and I think you could honestly start, even though, I mean, I think you could start with Louie and say that that was technically the fact that, you know... Matt really wasn't sure where he wanted to fall on the whole situation. And they were in a relationship and all that stuff. And she was like, well, I want this. This is what I want. I want to do this for this kid. Like, even though it's not maybe the most selfish thing she could have done. Like, it's still selfish in a way. And I think that's really kind of the tipping point of, like, where you could argue she starts being selfish. But I agree in terms of, like, blatant being selfish it's like the very end of season six six yeah yeah but i think you could argue that some of the louis stuff and like from there like that was technically selfish yeah i could see that i don't know if i necessarily agree i can but i can see where people are coming from but at the end of season season six i thought she was
1: yeah just as a whole and yeah no season six for sure. And I'm looking through some of the texts I sent you because I just was like on a tear. I was in a mood. And this was also the episode where the little boy died at the beginning and it, Casey took it kind of hard, but he didn't say anything to Gabby just because he wanted Gabby to have a good time. And it. I feel like I feel like the more I look back on it, I, was Dossie a one sided relationship? And I just didn't realize it. I just had Dossie colored glasses on the whole time.
0: You're asking the wrong person because you know me like they've never like I like them but they were never my OTP like I never really found myself like actively shipping them and I like God knows where I fell in season six season six I was like you need to communicate get your shit together like I was all on that train we all know what I was like yeah
1: I feel like I had the blinders up this whole time and now that I'm watching these episodes of her hiatus I'm like wait a second I'm seeing a completely different person yeah with that said I don't want to sit here and just like vilify Gabby Dawson and be like she was horrible because she she wasn't.
0: wasn't she wasn't I mean even as someone who's not her biggest fan like she was not a horrible person she's not a horrible character she just definitely had some moments
1: Yeah, and this one, she had a big moment. I think I think what I'm trying to get at, because I'm like beating around the bush here because I don't want to just up and say it, but I'm floored at how she just up and left and how deeply hurt Casey or how deeply hurt she's left Casey and how that's it. I I don't know. I'm, I'm having a hard time like digesting it. And so a part of what I was texting you last week was about, you know, 507 was that, you know, Casey loved her so much and he was just so selfless. And all he has ever wanted in his life is to be a father. He had the opportunity, but it was going to come with the risk of losing Gabby. And he said no. And so Gabby just up and left him because she couldn't have it the way she wanted.
0: What well, I don't even think it was him saying no. I just think it was saying him saying no to that option, like to him having like a biological child. Yeah. They could yeah. still adopt. I mean, they already were trying to do that once earlier. He was just saying no to having a child at the risk of losing the love of his life. There were still other ways for them to have kids. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's just leaving a bad taste in my mouth that she left on that note and left her husband behind and hurt him so badly
0: yeah and what this is like three months after something like that i don't think they said but i it's been a couple months yeah they've jumped forward no but didn't they yeah they've said like it's a couple months at least time jump maybe not three but something like that so i don't know yeah i'm curious i'm yeah i'll be curious to see where this goes
1: And the fact that he's, like, you know, talked or texted, which means they probably haven't communicated much at all.
0: When I think it's interesting now, like, I just am thinking about this now in this moment, going off of what Derek was saying last time we recorded about how he, Casey wasn't necessarily going to be single right away and how they were trying to show that different side to marriage, you know, like long distance or not necessarily long, you know, I don't remember the exact term he used. What were we talking? Long distance, I think. Okay. He said it was going to be like a long distance marriage. Then this... I don't know. This seems to almost like contradict that in some ways.
1: I mean, I just remember that they started off that article by saying it was going to be a big blow to the marriage. I don't
0: know. It just seems like... I don't know. I'll be curious to see how this plays out. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I'm just
1: I'm still like shocked that she did that yeah Casey did not deserve that he he did not deserve that and granted there are times you know he's not a perfect husband either but nobody is you know and so I'm still just I'm like working through my feelings of like holy shit I cannot believe she did that to him is this worse than what
0: Aaron did to Jay I mean I think you have to go with technically yes because they were married and trying to kids or thought they were trying to have kids one of them thought i don't
1: yeah i don't even think it's a technically i think it's like definitely a yes this is way worse than ghosting somebody who was going to propose to you on a bridge
0: well i know but i mean i say that it's technically i think i mean because essentially they're both doing the same thing right they're both leaving relationships with people like the loves of their lives i say technically only because the reason why gabby's decision is worse than aaron's is because of the legality of their relationship yeah so that's why I say technically
1: yeah so that's one dossie part of it do you have any Dossy thoughts on this or am I just
0: like rambling away I like I said I this like I said I definitely think this means that they probably haven't talked since she left I'll be curious to see whether like how they address like what happened in the moments like after like she goes to the guy, the ambulance, whatever, whoever it was, and says, "I want to like help." What happens after that? Between her saying that and like her leaving, like what happened? Like how long was that? You know, what did Matt think about it? Did she tell Matt when she came home? Did she just literally up and leave, like a la Aaron, and just like ghost him essentially? Like, I'll be curious to see how they address that. What they how what they end up doing to address that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just more curious than anything about the Dotsy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's it looks that it looks like you know Severide is definitely going to be there for Casey, which I'm happy about because
0: I need all of that. For, I need all the Severide yeah. moments.
1: Give me all of the Casey and Severide. I will take. Every I need a cigar
0: chat in episode one, please and thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tack that on the wish list. Yeah. Um,
0: oh yeah, I need start making. I think that wish from, list. I think. From there, I think we get a clip of... It goes um, into Annie Elon. I don't remember how to say her last name. Her popping up for the first time.
1: Yeah, and she runs in. And I, I, I just want to call her Annie. I don't even want to call her character Emily. I want to call her Annie.
0: Yeah, I want to call her Annie, too. Yeah, so
1: we get, we get her first introduction. Basically, she just runs in and she's late. And I think she calls Chief Bowden, Chief Brody.
0: Yeah, something like that. My question is... So, obviously, again, there's a time jump. So I'm assuming Brett hasn't has just been like ro- working in rotations with new partners because this is clearly her first meeting and Brett seems to, like not really know maybe that she got a new partner or maybe she had just found out like that day that she was getting a new part like a new permanent partner. So then I guess Brett has just been working with like partners in rotations up until now. I would assume so, like Chow Rafferty level kind of partners. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this
1: came up in a and a a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I remember Derek saying that basically Brett's been going through partners quickly in the months between yeah. the jump and the, the season finale. Basically, I imagine that Brett's been going through partners the way Severide used to go through women. <gasps> but don't, shh.
0: I also just think sorry. it's interesting just from this characterization. I feel like most of the times when people come into 51, whether they're firefighters or on ambulance or something – like fifty one just has this reputation of being like the best of the best in terms of houses. Like they have the best firefighters, the best people, like they just you know, they're just well known. And this girl clear I mean, she can't even get Bowden's name right. Like maybe she's a newbie, like to the city, like Brett was once upon a time. But like she seems to not know jack squad about anything fifty one related.
1: Yeah, and she's not, she's not like a regular yet. She's still going to be, she's going to be just recurring, so. Oh, yeah, that's true, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe that means that we're going to see Stella and Brett kind of foster more of their friendship this year. I
0: don't know. I would assume so, but I don't
1: know. But yeah, that's the intro of Emily. Yeah. Played by Annie Alonze. We think we're saying her last name right. We really hope we are. Yeah
0: and then, and then it's more it's and then it's a lot of crossover talk, um, and just like about them shooting the crossover. and there's like an interview with Jesse and John and Marlon and all of them. There is a really cute stellaride pic- like moment, like a nanosecond where she's like hugging him from behind. That's the only other like I feel like noteworthy thing to mention.
1: I really hope they have a relatively calm season,
0: yeah. Oh, and then there's the exclusive scene that we were just talking about. There is the exclusive scene, yeah.
1: So it goes to the preview of Manifest, whatever, and then it comes back with the exclusive scene. And I'm pretty sure this is from 701. And so it goes into this clip and basically like Casey walks in. And I remember the day they shot this, everybody was pretty active on social media. So they were doing all sorts of stuff. But yeah, Casey walks in. There's some situation in this building and the 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 building manager, whoever, he explains what's happening. I don't even get what's happening. I'm like, it's something about a car and there's an elevator involved and like something's crazy. But they get to this elevator shaft and basically like the elevator is not flush with the ground. There's basically like a gap between the elevator and like ground level. And underneath this elevator, somebody's in there injured. I think that's, like, an accurate way to put it. It's Somebody's stuck in that, like, compartment is basically the deal. And so Severite is like, all right, let's, like, deploy the troops. Like, Cap, you do this. Tony, you do that. And while this is happening, Casey literally just takes off his jacket, grabs, like, his haligan or something, and just, like, ninja slides in there. Oh, my God. It's the best. It's, It's great. It's great. And then you... You just hear Sephiroth scream like, Casey, and then that's it. I did see... Okay, now here's the deal, though. I mean... There are portions of Twitter that have been, you know... Portions of Chicago Twitter, they, you know, there's a mood going around with Dawson not coming back and everything. I saw a tweet that made me laugh really hard the other day. And I mean, we can we can laugh at some of the snark going around. But basically, somebody tweeted and was like, Casey flinging himself into like the Black Abyss is the biggest season seven mood. (laughs) I I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. But yeah, so he just kind of like flings himself into that space. And so. It seems like Casey is just in full, like, fuck it mode. That's funny. But yeah, he just ninja slides in there and Severide's like, the fuck. So that's why, I, that's why I'm speculating, like, what if Casey's the one injured in the crossover because he's just making all these reckless, crazy moves?
0: Yeah, I, it would make sense. Like, I think that's a very legitimate possible theory.
1: Bowden's going to rip him a new one after that call, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's going to be like the Severide like in the last crossover, or no, in the 2-hour yeah. movie. Where Severide like went all ape shit and when he thought Stella was getting injured. It's it's going to be something like that level of getting.
1: I wouldn't be opposed to Severide ripping him a new one and being like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, you're making our job so much harder." Yeah.
0: I would be here for that. Oh man. But
1: yeah, I think that's about all we wanted to talk about right yeah yeah we just wanted we really wanted to dish on that sneak peek because it was just so much to unpack and we didn't want to wait until friday to let it all out so um any other thoughts on the sneak peeks
0: no but man i'm very excited for this three hour crossover movie event thing
1: you're not nervous
0: No, I'm definitely nervous, but I'm also excited. (laughs) I think – because this is just – like, the fact that they can do this and it's three hours on one night, like, this is what I love about shared universes. Like, it's why I get all giddy every time I – like, I think about the Avengers and I think about, like, how incredible Infinity War was. Just because, like, I I don't know why I love it so much, but I do – and so, like, I'm excited to see this just because I love seeing all of them interact and the fact that it's going to be three hours on one night. Like, it should be so cool.
1: Yeah, it is. It's going to be really cool. And that, that was another thing that there was, like, a, uh, in the sneak peek, there was a little clip of, like, Christian and Joe. And Christian was like, yeah, it's going to be, like, a three-hour movie every week.
0: Right. But especially this especially this particular one. Because I would imagine, since their fact that they are all on the same night, I mean, I would assume they're kind of going to do, like, what Fire did those times last year when they would just, like, bleed right into it between, like, not necessarily have commercials at the end of every hour, but, like, bleed into it at some point and, like, actually feel like you're watching a movie. Yeah. And I'm just excited to see how it affects, like, I mean, the the television nerd in me is excited to see how, like that affects, like, the pacing of things and, like, the story they're telling and stuff. Because we've never seen something like this. It's always been like, okay, well, we might get two hours here on this night and one hour, like, two nights later. So even though they're all the same thing, like, you you have to break it up because, you know, they're on different nights. But the television right. nerd in me is just excited to see, like, the pacing and things like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm just – I'm excited to have them all back in our lives again. <laughs> I miss everybody. So – yeah that's about all we've got for this special bonus sort of emergency episode um yeah you guys are lucky this week because you get two episodes out of us you're hearing from us now and then you'll hear it you'll
0: hear from us again on friday so that's pretty awesome um yeah you guys always know where to find us facebook before you get into that speaking of friday have we announced what we're doing on friday like the episode we're covering on friday i don't think we have have we um I
1: don't think so we can yeah we can announce it now we're gonna drop this on Monday and yeah so there's still time um, to get your thoughts and if
0: you're listening to this just that's why I wanted to yeah, go ahead sure. and say it
1: yeah so we're gonna cover Chicago fire oh god I don't remember what episode number this is but we're gonna basically cover the backdoor pilot of Chicago med
0: I think it's 319 318 some 319 I think though I am the apocalypse it is what season it, three yeah that was such a long time ago. It's the same season, like right after Shay dies, because Kelly sees Shay and when he's injured.
1: Yes. I, I, yeah, it's either 317 or 319. But yes, it's called I Am the Apocalypse. It's the med backdoor pilot. Such drama, such angst,
0: much fire. I'm really excited. I've rewatched it now. I I rewatched it this morning, and I've, I've seen it, and it's. I it, was really excited to talk about it.
1: Yeah, it's it, we're, we're going to have some fun with that one. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, there is still time to get your thoughts in on that one. If you want to rewatch it and kind of send us your feelings, go for it. Please do. But, yeah, um, all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Meet us at Molly's. You know where to find us. Uh, Email us anytime. Meet us at mollies at gmail.com, especially if you've got thoughts about, you know, the sneak peek or anything, really. Literally anything. So, yeah, email us. um, Follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Gina Watches TV. Bryna. I am at Bryna K thirteen. And we will see you guys on Friday for another episode. So everybody have a good week, and we will see you then. Bye.